Hey everyone, welcome to the Planned, Prepped, and Productive podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Spackman, registered dietitian and mom of three, and believer in peaceful, easy, but also homemade family meals. On this podcast, I'm helping moms master mealtime and become the boss of their kitchen. As you do, you'll find more peaceful evenings through prep and planning. On this podcast, we'll be focusing on four pillars for making mealtime manageable, doable, and if you give it a chance, maybe even fun. The four pillars are mindset and self-care, planning and organization, meal planning, and meal prep. This is episode number 65, How to Meal Prep Teriyaki Meatball Stir Fry. Hi, all, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, One of my business goals this year um, is to do a little bit more showing you what I do, or at least showing via podcast, which means you're still listening, but um, giving a little bit more hands-on practical advice versus um, more intangible sort of theory-based advice, right? So to do this, I'm going to start highlighting recipes occasionally throughout the podcast, and I'm going to tell you everything that I did to meal prep it, and you'll get to see how meal prep fits into my busy life so that you can fit it into your own busy life. It's one thing to know the things that you could be doing to become the boss of mealtime, but it's something else entirely to put it into practice. And to put it into practice takes practice, and sometimes it just takes an example. So let's dig into how to meal prep one of my favorite meals, um, and hopefully you'll learn something you can put into practice yourself. So let's jump into how to meal prep teriyaki meatballs stir fry. So we'll start out with the meatballs, right? Meatballs are one of my very favorite things to meal prep. There are so many dishes you can make from pre-made frozen meatballs, and while you could just buy them from the store, making them yourself is so much tastier. And because frozen meatballs are so versatile, I never make a single batch, like ever. So in this case, when I prepped this for my family this week, I made four and a half pounds of meat, which will probably feed our family of five Um, three to five times, depending on what dish I'm making. So last week I did a little meal planning um, on Saturday to get my groceries. And I knew that this week that we're talking about right now was going to be crazy. Um, I started a new job out of the house this week for the first time since I had my daughter six years ago. So I'm feeling a little rusty to say the least. Um, Not to mention, unlike so many of you moms who juggle motherhood and out-of-the-home careers, this was pretty new territory for me to be doing both things. Um, This is a very small part-time job, but nonetheless, I knew that I was going to need a little bit of extra help this week to make sure everybody stays fed and happy. Anyway, so often when I meal prep, I just meal prep a big batch of whatever it is, whatever protein, for example in this case, meatballs, on the day that I need it. So I don't have a dedicated meal prep day to prep everything because that doesn't fit very well into my life right now. With three young kids, I am working with much smaller pockets of time and it works better to squeeze meal prep into those tiny pockets. This is one of the really cool things about meal prep that I hope you've kind of gleaned from the podcast or you can start to glean through these kind of snapshots into my life and day. Um, Meal prep is not usually as pretty as it looks on 
Instagram. It's not this, you know, dedicated power session where everything is perfectly organized. It can totally fit into your busy life if that's what you need it to do. If you do have time to fit it all into one day, that works great too. But the point here is that you don't have to be so rigid in your thinking about what exactly this looks like. All right. Anyway, moving back to our example and story, normally I would have just waited until the night we were eating meatballs for the first time, and I would have just made a big batch that day. Super easy. But like I said, because I knew that this week was going to be a little bit crazier, I actually did have a dedicated meal prep day, and I prepped the meatballs on Sunday for the freezer to last for a long time. Um... When you have a crazy week and you know that you you can kind of anticipate and feel that usually um, this is a really good time to do what I like to call dinnertime emergency planning. Right. So think of some strategies in advance that are going to help you have an answer to the what's for dinner question right there for you when you need it rather then having dinner be an additional stress in your already stressful week, right? So look ahead and see what you can do to make the week a little bit easier for yourself. All right. So like I said, in this case, I decided to cook everything or all the meatballs, at least on Sunday, because I had ample free time that day. So while I was making dinner for Sunday, which was something totally different, um, I also meal prepped the meatballs in my downtime and I had some extra ground beef thawed. So I also cooked that as well so that I could freeze that for the future for two or three meals as well. So you can see here, all I was doing was making my normal dinner on Sunday, but I squeezed in some meal prep for the rest of the week during that same time as well. Right. So that's a strategy that you guys can use that works really, really well. All right, so now I just want to jump into the actual process of making meatballs for your freezer or just making meatballs in general. So you kind of have been able to see how meal prep fits into a schedule without making a special day for it. So let's now talk about how um, you can make yummy meatballs for meal prep um, to use, in this case, in these meal prep teriyaki meatballs, but you could use these in any number of dishes Um, meatballs are pretty basic and hard to mess up. So if you're new, this is a good one for you, but there are some key ingredients in meatballs. I, of course, I'm going to be linking my recipe, um, in the show notes. So you'll be able to follow along exactly if you want to. Um, but meatballs will contain some kind of ground meat, eggs, some kind of breadcrumbs and seasonings. And that's basically it. So in this case, I used a combination of ground turkey and ground beef. I don't love ground turkey on its own because it's a little dry, but mixed, I can get behind it. Um, You need to use the eggs and the breadcrumbs to help bind the meatball together so it doesn't crumble and turn into ground beef when you cook it. But don't fret if you don't have breadcrumbs. You really can use a lot of things for this step. And I honestly never shop for something special. I just use what I have on hand. So sometimes it's breadcrumbs, um, which fun tip for breadcrumbs that I've been doing lately is my kids, maybe this will gross you out, but I'm sharing anyway. (laughs) My kids never eat their entire sandwiches and it drives me nuts. So we're only talking like sauce-free sandwiches, like a plain like ham sandwich or something. Anyway, so when they don't eat their sandwiches, I cut off any parts that they 
bit off of and I put the rest in the freezer so that I can use those as breadcrumbs. Fun fact, if you want to use it, if it's not your jam, just leave it. But thought it was interesting. <laughs> anyway, so you can use breadcrumbs. You can use oats. I use oats a lot. You can use cracker crumbs, um, any kind of bread sort of product you can use to bind the meatballs together. So don't fret if you don't have store-bought breadcrumbs. That's fine. Um, as far as seasonings go, I always keep things super basic when I'm meal prepping so that the foods that I'm prepping are really versatile and can be used in a lot of different dishes. One of the biggest problems people have with meal prep and meal prepped foods is they don't want to eat the same thing all the time. So by keeping your seasonings basic, we're talking salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic. Um, These things are pretty versatile when it comes to different types of cuisines. You get enough flavor, but you're also not getting an overwhelming flavor that you can't transform into something different. Um, And that's it. Those are the key ingredients for meatballs. So how should you cook your meal prep meatballs? Um, There are several different methods that will work. Most often when I see recipes for meatballs, um, I see them pan fried, which would be just, you know, browning them in oil. And this is an okay option. Your meatballs are going to taste amazing that way. But for me, this is way too time consuming, um, especially for meal prep. So I choose to bake them. I use a cookie scoop to make them just all the right size. And this makes uh, prepping them a lot faster. So I use a cookie scoop to get the meat out, make my meatballs and spread them out on a sheet pan tight, because if you're making a lot, you're going to have to put them tight um, and just put them on top of a silicone baking mat or parchment paper to help a little bit with the mess and then bake for 20 to 25 minutes at 400 degrees or until a thermometer registers 165. Uh, After your meatballs are done, you can transfer them straight to a freezer bag. Um, You can also flash freeze them, which would mean you freeze them on the sheet pan um, until they've frozen hard and then move them to a freezer bag. But honestly, I usually just throw them straight into the freezer bag. If they stick together when I take it out, I just kind of pound the whole freezer bag on the counter and they break apart really, really easy. So certain things it's really important to flash freeze, but I haven't found that meatballs are one of those things that it's, you know, absolutely necessary for. Um, anyway, if you will be using your meatballs in the next day or two, you can store them in the fridge instead of the freezer. But generally I'm just in the habit of popping just about everything into the freezer because I know that my life is too unpredictable and the freezer is kind of just like a pause button for your food. So, you know, it's not going to go bad. You know, it's safe in there and you can always thaw it out when you need it. All right. So that is the meatball prep portion of this dish. Um, the only other two components of this dish are veggies for your stir fry and teriyaki sauce. So this is a very simple, basic recipe, which if you're a mom, these are exactly the kinds of recipes you should be strategizing with and looking for. So now that the meatballs are done, you can make a teriyaki sauce. If you usually purchase teriyaki sauce, you're probably going to be surprised at how simple this sauce is to make. It usually consists of soy sauce and water or some kind of juice, sugar of some kind, and flavorings like ginger and garlic. I a lot of times will add sesame oil because I really like that flavor. Um, And then optionally, you can use cornstarch to thicken it up. And that's all there is to it. 
Um, so like almost all things that I cook in my kitchen, when I make teriyaki sauce, I like to get the most bang for my time buck. Um, and I will double or triple the recipe to freeze for later. Um, just a little word of caution about freezing teriyaki sauce or any other sauce with cornstarch in it. Um, it can get a little gelatinous when you put it in the freezer. So when you get it out, it will be a little like jello and you might freak out and think it's bad. It's not bad. It usually thins out just fine when you heat it up. But if you don't love that, you can also store teriyaki in the fridge for about a week, which is what I'm going to do this time. And I'll tell you about that. Um, or you can just mix all of the ingredients for the sauce and freeze it without the cornstarch. Um, this way you can whip up a fresh sauce really quick by just adding a cornstarch slurry of water and cornstarch to those ingredients and cook until thick. You can also try to decrease the cornstarch in your recipe a little bit if you're having trouble getting it to thin out after it's been frozen, or you can add a little more water slash soy sauce as you're heating it up to thin it out. Okay, so like I said, I doubled my teriyaki sauce recipe when I cooked it this week because I'm also making a teriyaki chicken noodle bowl later in the week, and there's no reason to make teriyaki sauce twice, so I'll double the recipe and store half of it in the fridge for the next dinner we have this week. Um, this works out well because I'm going to be working again on the day that we are having the sauce again, and it will be really helpful to my husband who will be doing the cooking to have some of the steps done. Uh, he's perfectly willing and able to help, but you moms know that with kids, the faster, the better for dinner, right? So especially when you are multitasking childcare while you're cooking, these steps can really help to take a lot of the time prepping out. But even more than that, it's taking a lot of the thought process out of cooking dinner, which when you have so many things kind of attacking your brain at the same time, right? You have kids nagging you, kids crying, and you also have a recipe that you're trying to do just right. That can be really stressful. So when you have most of the steps done, you can really put your cooking more on autopilot so that you can be more present um, with your kids as you're making dinner. Okay, so the very last thing we have to talk about for this dish is prepping your veggies for your meal prep teriyaki meatball stir fry. So when it comes to veggies, I am not personally generally a fan of pre-cooking or freezing most of my veggies. I much prefer them fresh. Um, I find that keeping the veggies fresh and in the fridge really helps to brighten up the parts of the meal that were meal prepped so that you would never even guess that they were made in advance. I like to be sneaky, guys. <laughs> there are exceptions um, to this rule, and there are veggies that I will freeze, but generally I'm cooking all of my veggies from fresh at dinner time. So this kind of strategy is something that I just like to call um, strategizing my meal prep and picking your star. So, so the difference between fresh and frozen asparagus is like gigantic, right? Frozen asparagus is stringy, it's too soft, um, it's definitely going to be noticeable. What about the difference between a freshly baked or a baked from frozen meatball? It's going to be much less noticeable, right? Maybe the meatballs will be a little more dry from reheating, but once you put them in this sauce, it's definitely not something that you or those eating your dinner is going to notice easily. So what I did here is I pick my veggies kind of as the star. They're the part that I'm willing to make fresh um, because 
you're going to be able to tell the most difference between fresh or frozen in this case. And then I'm able to pick the other parts of the meal that can hold up to meal prep a little bit better. So this is a really useful strategy when you're looking at a recipe and trying to figure out, okay, how could I make this work for meal prep? So you can pick the part that's most time consuming to do in advance, or you can pick the part that is least important to do in advance. You see what I'm saying? So that you're not doing everything in advance, but you're also not doing everything the day of, right? It makes for really doable meals that taste great. So you don't feel like you're sacrificing by meal prepping, right? You're not sacrificing taste or quality. Okay. So that's something important that I want to talk about, but Just because you're not cooking your veggies in advance and just because they're not frozen doesn't mean that you cannot meal prep them in some way. This week, to be honest, even though I got the meatballs cooked in advance, I didn't get around to prepping the veggies in advance, so I prepped them right at dinner. And that's okay. It did take me a little bit more time than it would have, but I still saved loads of time by pre-making the sauce and pre-making the meatballs. Meal prep does not have to be perfect, and even tiny steps can make a big difference in relieving your mealtime stress. So don't make it all or nothing. This is just one of those times where I wish I would have had time to prep the veggies in advance, but I didn't, and I did it the night of, and everything was fine, right? The point here is if you do have time, you can totally measure out and pre-cut your ingredients for your stir fry and keep them in the fridge until you're ready to use them. Make sure you do this only with vegetables that are hearty enough to last until you need them. So usually things like fresh herbs are not your veggie to pre-cut, but most veggies will last just fine for a few days in the fridge until you need them. Um, At the very least, you can cut your veggies in the morning while your kids are eating their snack or lunch so you can be ready for dinner when it's time. All right, so the last step is to put it all together, right? So the meatballs are made, the teriyaki sauce is made, the veggies are chopped, maybe, or maybe they're not. (laughs) What comes next? Well, if your meatballs are in the freezer, the easiest way to thaw them is in the refrigerator during the day on the day you're going to use them. So it's best to pull them out and put them in the fridge in the morning. Um, But if you forget, don't stress. All is not lost. This is just the easiest way. If you don't thaw your meatballs, you'll probably need to bake them again at 350 for 15 to 20 minutes. They don't need to be like hot, hot yet. Um, Just thaw and you can heat them the rest of the way as you cook your stir fry. To cook your vegetables, you'll heat your oil in a wok or a large saucepan on medium high. Um, Add your veggies and try not to disturb them too much at first so they can get a nice crisp crust on them. And then once you've got that, you can stir until they're tender enough for your liking. Um, After they're tender, you can add the teriyaki sauce and meatballs and just heat until everything is warmed through. Um, If you need to add a little water to thin out the teriyaki sauce, you can do that and it will be fine. Okay, that's it. Your meal is done. You can serve your meal prep teriyaki meatball stir fry over rice or over noodles. Um, Rice can totally be meal prepped and frozen if that's your thing. Um, I find it just as easy to cook a fresh batch in a rice cooker while I'm doing the rest of my prep. Um, If you've meal prepped in the way that we talked about in this podcast. When it comes time to make dinner, this meal will be done in 15 to 20 minutes easily. And it's a crowd pleaser. Your kids, your husband, everyone's sure to like this one. So 
Like I said, I'm including the recipe for this in the show notes. I hope that giving you kind of a deep dive into a single recipe has helped you see specific things that you can do to become the boss of your kitchen and to find more peaceful evenings as well. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. Next week, we're going to talk about how to par-bake cinnamon rolls. So I've talked about par-baking a lot in the past. It's one of my favorite meal prep strategies, but I've discovered that cinnamon rolls present some extra challenges to get just right. And after struggling with it for a few times, I figured you might want all the details on how you can par-bake cinnamon rolls for a special morning treat without waking up at the crack of dawn. So you're welcome for that. Thanks so much for tuning in, friends. I'm excited to chat with you more. Until next week, happy planning. Happy planning.